Yo, greetings, salutations, konnichiwa, and welcome to the newest episode of the Ryan Case with No Chase with a Shirley Temp Twist podcast, ladies and gentlemen, man, we appreciate all the feedback, we appreciate all the support on the new show, always, the steaming vegan shooting semen like a demon. Casey motherfucking Kello representing Williamsburg, Virginia. And with me, as always, the young, gifted, and black Tempest Williams, ladies and gentlemen. What up, what up, what up? And beside her, the lifeblood, the heart and soul, the Michael Jordan of this dynasty, Ryan motherfucking Lee. God damn it. I love that guy. That's a motherfucking introduction. You goddamn skippy. So today, guys, what we're going to talk about is basically it all comes down to the birth and the creation and the emergent of the fuck nigga. The skip scops, the scallywags, the raggedy bitches, these motherfuckers that run around and just ain't worth a damn. And where do they come from? So basically, we're going to narrow it down to Deadbeat ass motherfucking fathers and overcoddling mothers is what it all comes down to. So basically, let's start out at the head at the fucking top. We'll start with you, Ryan. Define your definition of exactly what a deadbeat mother or father is to you, Ryan. So I'm gonna start out. Let can I? I'm gonna start out first. Oh, 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 oh okay, okay. Go ahead, Tempest. So deadbeat mother or father is one who is absent um, whether that be physically or financially Mm. um, from a child's life pretty much so one who is absent and then um, usually comes with a blame game of why they can't be there and so on and so forth or they just don't show up at all one of the two that's very good. I agree with that, Tim. That's good shit. Okay. Um, I, I agree with like, I'm, I think I'm at about an 85% agreeance with that. I'll get to my 15 in a little bit. Ryan, what's up with you? Debbie, uh, father or mother, same thing. Oh, man. My definition of a Debbie father, uh, may he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. My, my father. <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, listen. The man won't there. He chose not to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's where my definition stems from, when it's your choice. You could be in your kid's life, but you choose not to. Mm. To me, man, you ain't shit. Yeah, man. Uh, I feel you. The only part, Timbers, that I'll say I disagree <laughs> with yours is like, even if your even if your father is broke but present, I wouldn't call him a deadbeat. Like if he couldn't contribute any money, but he was there every day, I wouldn't call yeah, that's him. That's why I said that's why I said either present or financially. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay, okay. Because well, you mine, could... mine, was, mine was neither. Was neither. <laughs> True, Ryan. Your yeah, your 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 definition cannot be disputed, my brother. Because they so, definitely, yeah, some because some a lot of times it's not all about money and providing what you can goes a long way, mm-hmm. and your time goes a lot further, you know, than money will ever go. Okay, even though at the time you may not see that, but you know, your time and being there for your kids go way further than 
trying to throw them a hundred, you know, dollars here and whatever. Maybe you just ain't got it. But you know, I would have appreciated a hundred dollars here and there. Yeah, but man. I ain't that. Nope. You know but what I, I got? You know what <laughs> I got when I asked that nigga? I said, Pop, how come you don't call me on my birthday? He looked me in my face and said, Because you don't call me on mine. God damn. How old were you, Ryan? Uh, bro, I was probably about 13. God <laughs> damn. 13, bro. What Drake said, I had to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay, pop, cool. Now, mind you, my birthday's in February. His is in November. But hey, you know, small, small details. Yeah, that shit February is crazy. First. That shit is crazy, bro. Yeah. That's a rather somber. That's a rather somber, depressing thing to say during a comedy podcast. My brother, my heart goes out to you. Um, but my definition is like uh, it's a, right along the lines of what Ryan is saying. Like you make a choice to just pretty much say fuck that baby. But what I think a problem is because we look at everything from every angle on the Ryan case. No Chase with a Shirley Tim Twist podcast is we sometimes women and men throw the word deadbeat out there way too easy. Okay, like deadbeat meaning you do nothing, you have abandoned your child. So just because he or she isn't doing exactly what the fuck you want them to do at that time or just because he or she doesn't do what you deem as enough does not make them a deadbeat if they're doing truly in their heart doing all that they can because I've seen a lot of the time it's like yeah nigga all he give me is $300 a month bitch that's all he can give you that's all he got that's but all he got you feel what I'm saying or well, that story that you know that deadbeat parents tend to build um, the story that they built through social media and all the stuff that they put out there to the world that may or may not be true. And, you know, when you said that they choose not to care about the child, not to say they don't care about the child, but they don't provide for the child. They may not provide financially or they don't provide their time. But you see a lot of deadbeats out there that they'll post their kids on social media all day. Yeah, talk about it. All day. And then when is like, when the last time you actually seen them? Like shit, man. You know I be, you know I'm out here grinding or whatever. <laughs> that motherfucker, yo, he, he, posting, he posting baby pictures, but that motherfucking kid is 17 years old. You, yeah. you still niggas is fucking screenshotting baby pictures from his baby mama page and shit. And right, it, like happy birthday, King. Like nigga, yeah. he was not there. Exactly. But, That's the thing. So it's not like they don't care. I, they either they don't know how to do it or. It's just one of those things, which a lot of times, you know, sometimes I think sometimes they just don't know. I don't have yeah. money, so I'm not going to show up. And over and overall, I think that one of my biggest things with deadbeats, why I feel like they should all be castrated and thrown in prison, is because they don't, they put themselves and their wants and their needs and their desires before the wants and needs of the job. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I can't say, I'm not going to say I'm the best dad on the planet. I do my best. I feel that I do. I'm, I give kid, my kids my time, my effort, my energy. I give them everything I can. But the way I look at it is if, like, yo, I got $10 and my daughter wants a little motherfucking some candy or something, you know, because I got twins, you know, 
six, seven dollars of that ten might go to them. But if I say shit, this ten nigga, I'm about to buy ten dollars worth myself. That's the measure of kind of on a smaller scale of what a deadbeat is to me. It's like you you put your kids feelings to the sides for your own fucking flesh, your own wants and your own needs. Yeah, and then the other parent too gotta realize that are you are you creating a deadbeat? Are you pushing them to be a deadbeat? Because if somebody's trying to be there for the kid for their kids a hundred percent and you won't let them because whatever the reason may be and then turn around and be like, well, they, they, they a deadbeat. Like, how can you say that? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and they trying, they trying and trying and trying, but they won't give you money because you won't let them see them. Absolutely. And they're like, well, they don't do nothing for the, they don't do nothing for the baby. Like, I mean, well, how? Well, and a lot of the times I've seen a dude give a lot of time and not had the money. He's still a deadbeat. I've seen a guy give a shitload of money and not necessarily a lot of time. He's a deadbeat. And I think we need to kill that. Because it's only but so much with some men. Everybody ain't strong. Everybody don't have the illest will to say to themselves, like, yo, you know what? I'm not going to fight with you all day. If I'm a deadbeat, fuck it, I'm a deadbeat. Certain niggas will accept that shit. And I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? It's sad, but I've seen it because certain niggas just want to avoid the bullshit. Now, moving forward a little bit. So speaking of deadbeat dads, Fuck y'all, by the way. Mm. Ryan, going to you first. How do you see in your life, Ryan, or in others' lives, the effects that maybe a deadbeat father might have and how catastrophic it can be to a family or to the development of a of a child? Uh, I think it's more detrimental to, like, if he's got a son. But I will say... It, it it affects a daughter as well because he's not there to give that male perspective and that that advice like hey you know what I'm saying like when especially when it comes to like dating and stuff like that and that's when a lot of times you might uh, find a whore mm. because she didn't have daddy to keep her off the pole um, keep her off this also, pole yeah oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh and with the with the young man, you know, you don't have somebody there to teach him how to be a man. So he just going out the world ass backwards and doing dumb shit and probably, you know, end up being a deadbeat father himself. Absolutely. Tim, what about you? Yeah, I agree with the male part, but as far as as far as the females, I think um the difference is that your dad is supposed to show you you know, what um, somebody you're looking for, pretty much the things of way that you should be treated and shouldn't be treated. And if you think that that's okay, you end up getting, okay, I'm going to just get a baby daddy because that's what my mama did and that's what my dad did. This is how they handle their situation. So I can handle my situation the same way. Mm. So a lot of times, not to say they would be a whore, but they may be mimicking the relationship their parents had. Right. Which may not be the best. Right. I think, I think that, uh, every kid with missing a parent um there is there will be some kind of struggle uh with males and daughters first of all most of the girls that i know who fathers want their struggle uh most of them some of them come out just fine but a lot of the times um with girls who have daddy issues or abandonment issues they still yearn for the affection of a man. So immediately their first re- interaction with men is he don't want me. And then it's like, okay, what well, a question. Okay. Is am I pretty? Am I this? Am I that? 
and they don't I'll have get that. Suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> so what they do is they run around. They run around and they basically, you know, seek validation and they look for love in all the wrong places, trying to fill that void that was left by their father. When I look at guys that came up without their mothers, and this was very interesting if you pay attention to it. If you ever look at a man who really came up with his mother, he's usually always a complete fucking womanizer. Like this nigga just just be just dogging bitches the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? When he came up without his mother, like he cold hearted. And I think that's because he also lacked the affection and understanding to actually properly love a woman. Another thing that we're neglecting, guys, that we're leaving out is also if you don't come from a two parent household, a lot of the times you don't see the exchanging of ideas and you don't see a functioning family situation. So you never see two people love each other other than on TV or other than how the media portrays or other than what you see in your community. So you never in your own household seen mom be loved properly, dad be loved properly. So a lot of these women come out, they never seen a woman interact to a man. They used to see a woman being the head of the household. So what ends up happening is they get a fucking husband and they fucking treat him like shit because uh, they've never seen a woman and a man exchange idea. They've never seen a man be respected. And the same thing, you know, with men sometimes, they grow up with just a father or a mother's not there. It's just no emotion. It's not a lot of love. So they come up just I being think, really, really standoffish I, and kind of an I asshole. That's that's completely true because I think people who come from a one-parent household yearn to have that, to have that, you know, loving relationship with two people in the household. You do, but you don't know how to. Yeah, I I get that part, but I think they it. I think they still they still want that. You want it, and, and you might try go to figure that out. Doing it the wrong way. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they still try to figure out. I don't think they ever, and I don't think that they ever go into. I think it's more of knowing a, a partner situation versus mm-hmm. a, you know, across the board situation is that kind of your partner got to either be able to grow with you to get you better to understand like, yo, I'm not going to accept that. You're not going to treat me this way. So mm-hmm. on and so forth. This is how we're going to do things in our household, despite how your parents did or how your mother you know, and father did it. Point, Cause that just made me think of something else. Like even if you do have a two parent household, it's not always the best. It's not always the best. Yeah, I was going there too. Yeah, so it's not. It's not always going to be the best example. And number two, like, so let's say, you know, what I'm saying, you get a, a, let's say, a young lady, and she's got a two parent household, and she goes out trying to find that, trying to find her mother and father. But you got to think, the person that you're gonna find is not your father. He's not gonna be like your father. So like. Y'all's dynamics are not going to be the same. Y'all are not going to be like your mother and father. But again, again, Ryan, that's a great point. But again, it depends on the man. Like, if your dad was a sorry piece of shit that beat and cheated on your mother and abused you, you will go out a lot of the times, studies show, that you will go out and find that in your men. So what... What what, what studies show that? Because I don't don't think that's true. Because I know plenty of people who came from one parent households and they do that's one thing they will not accept they will not accept that or they will not accept somebody putting their hands on them or they will not accept the arguing and fighting because they grew up that in a household so that's something they just nope if you know if it gets to that point but 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 chelsea you can't be together chelsea number one the studies come from the case tempest 
the motherfucking <laughs> studies come from the Casey Kello Institute of that's what the fuck I saw. Number two, yeah. what I'm saying is just like you see that, I saw people who had this, the actual opposite reaction. Like if you around a woman and it's like, yo, niggas cheat, that's just what they do. And they see their mothers getting cheated on uh, and they see the hurt, but they see it. They grow up thinking that that's normalized because that's what their father did. So when they come up and a nigga cheats, it's not out of the ordinary to them. See, my goal as a parent is that with my daughters is if a nigga put his hands on my daughters, at the least they're going to say this is not normal. So, like, I, I can see both sides. Like, I can understand what both of y'all are saying, but that just goes to show that it can go both ways. It depends on that person because me personally, like I said, my father was not there. He chose not to be there. Right. But instead of me thinking that that's normal, I decided, you know what? I'm going to be the complete opposite. My son going to get tired of me because I'm going to be in that little man's face all fucking day, every day, as much as I can. Absolutely. And if something was to happen and me and my wife split, I'm coming over every day unannounced. But, so but, but okay, okay, real real quick, real quick, Ryan and Tempest, though. If you guys was to put a number on a, or a percentage on it, would you say overwhelming majority people go the opposite direction or would you say the overwhelming majority people look for what they have in their parents? I think people go the opposite. Like, and okay. like I don't really, even to this, to this day, I know a couple of people who have like, you know, the situation where it's a single mom, um, single dad type thing. But I think I know more people that have kids together and are married or get remarried, have a kid, and then later on in life they get remarried or they're in a long-term relationship. I think I know more people like that, you know, relationship-wise right. than just single parents out there. Me personally, I know more. My mama got cheated on. My mama likes street niggas. I like street niggas. My mama got her head beat in, so when this nigga beat my head in, I seen that and it's normal to me because I think tip is that I don't even think we necessarily are saying the opposite thing. What I'm saying is that I think that it could be both. Like, I think like you could be like, okay, let's say you see your mama beat on your daddy or you see your daddy beat on your mama and you go, okay, I'm never going to put my hands on a woman. Right. Honestly, I'm, I've never seen it, but I heard about it. So I always made up uh, in my life my, my, with my parents and my dad being somewhat abusive. I've never, I made a decision like I'm never going to put my hands on a woman. So you did the opposite. I did the opposite. Right. And I think most people do. But, Just, but, I think but, most people but, but, do, do that. But Tim, I still feel though that I never saw it though. So these are just my perspective from people that were there that saw my mom and dad be married and saw them fight or something. If you hear my dad's side of the story, that won't how it was. You hear my mama's side of the story, it was something different, but I never saw it. What I'm the point that I'm making is shit is normalized, like just violence in general. So if you come up in a household where violence is just how you brought up, some people go, okay, well, I'm not going to be violent at all. And some people come up and be like, nigga, that's how I deal with shit. I'm violent. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's normalized. Like, have you ever seen uh, in, in my life, right, a lot of the times uh, if you see people who grew up privileged or people who didn't come from a certain culture and, and somebody get punched in the face, like in school or something, like a nigga, like nigga get knocked out bow, a dude get beat up and their reaction is like, oh my god, and they're crying and they need to go to therapy and shit. When I see a nigga get in punched in the face, I laugh because in my community, that's how I grew up. <laughs> 
You see what I'm saying? It's not a shock to it's not a shock to my fucking it's not a shock to me. It's not it doesn't affect me that much when you see shit. It's the same as sex. If you see a woman who at a very early age was exposed to sex or was ex, well, ex, you know exposed to sexual atmospheres or a guy that was exposed to sex when they get older it's no big deal to see or to be touched on or to have sex but opposed to a person who was not shown that or was you know introduced to sex a different way they have a, a different perspective on it so i'm not saying i do agree Tim, that some people do go the opposite way but at the same time, I think that if you come up and it's like, my daddy ain't shit, and it's normal, like my mama didn't leave him, or my mother didn't express um, disdain for him because of what he did, they're still married to this day. I think, I think A lot they, of the time, they end up following that path because it, it was normalized to them. Yeah, but I think with therapy becoming so normal for people now, especially in the black community, with therapy becoming such a thing now and more accessible in the black community, that those things are changing and people are more willing to speak about it at an earlier age and rectify the things that happened to them as a child before they get into relationships. Yeah. And that's why you see people getting married later. You see them getting, having children later because they're trying to rectify and fix what what broke them as children. Absolutely. I was looking at a, a, a podcast uh, with Chris Rock on it recently, and he was talking about now as uh, therapy's becoming normalized and you realize like the shit that you was going through and the shit that you was, you know, the shit that was going on with your parents and shit, like, that's not normal, and you probably got fucking oh, you probably got fucking post traumatic stress disorder, and not even know it. It was like mm-hmm. I'm going to school and I get beat the fuck up. I used to get beat up. I didn't think that it was like, oh my god, what's that? you know what I'm saying? I just was like, oh shit, niggas beat niggas up. Shit, fuck it, it's part of life. You know what I'm saying? It makes me tougher. And then I always looked at it like, you know, it's nothing to put your hands on somebody. It's nothing to catch an ass whooping, and it's nothing to give an ass whooping. I never looked at it if it was that as if it was that big of a deal to get in the fucking confrontation because that's just how I was raised. Like, niggas fucking beat each other up. But then as you get older and therapy becomes normalized, Tim, I agree, you start to realize, like, nah, nigga, you're, that was traumatic. <laughs> like, you weren't yeah. supposed to, people that's weren't supposed to. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but I, no, that's how the world needs to be. That's what's wrong <laughs> with us now. Everybody's so fucking sensitive about everything, man. You can't say nothing. I can't do nothing. Like, yeah, fuck that. All this therapy shit. Right, Ryan, Ryan, you're around people who love you. And you sound like you're screaming for help. Fuck would you. you like would you, <laughs> would you like a hug, Lee? Would you like a hug, Ryan? No. I am here. I am here, Ryan. <laughs> That's so, the problem, man. So guys, everybody okay. feel like they got a voice and everybody's so fucking sensitive about everything, man. Like I I seen it was a post the other day about uh like Kevin Hart just released his his little new little uh, Netflix special or whatever yeah. called No Fucks Given. And people are all over him because he had his baby girl wearing pajamas that say no fucks given. Like, oh my gosh, like he, she needs to take that off. What about called uh the child services on him? Like, what? But Ryan, 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 wait a minute. Let, let, me, let, let me let me jump in real quick. Yeah. That's his chance. If you're gonna go and say people need to stop being sensitive, so he like Kevin Hart need to shut the fuck up about what he's going through. You can't get the money to adulations, <laughs> put out a, a fucking lukewarm special, put a picture of your baby online, and, and and not expect people to say stuff and be like, "Oh my god, this is so crazy!" Like you're a victim. 
People can say whatever the fuck they want to say, and that's a part of you being strong. They can, but why are they so sensitive? Why is that bothering Are they anybody? being sensitive by saying it, or is he being sensitive as far as how he's taking it? No, they're being sensitive by saying it. Okay. I think I think that is I don't think it's a big deal either motherfucking way. That's his child. And I don't even think <laughs> that's that, what I'm saying. I don't that's think I don't think that he should even give away. it his energy at all. Cause it's like, yo, what the fuck ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know, speaking of that special, I mean, being, I mean I mean speaking speaking people being sensitive, yo, because I think like, you know what I'm saying, in the nineties nobody would have said nothing. Ryan, nobody had the avenue to say nothing. There was no social media. Now everybody even, has even an the opinion. News, the news wouldn't have said nothing about it. Huh? It wouldn't have been on the news. The news wouldn't have made a big deal about nothing. Right, you might you probably have a good point, bro. But see, what I'm saying is like a lot of the times so with social media, it's like everybody has an opinion. It could be they like do. you go down Kevin Hart. I go down his Twitter. I watch this special real quick, just real fast. Go around right how many people watch this watch this special? I ain't watch it. I watched it. Okay, I watched it. Ryan, I don't think it was as bad as people say it was, but I don't think it was good either. It wasn't, it wasn't his best work, but it wasn't as bad as people make Yeah, it, it wasn't horrible. Like I did laugh a few times. Like I'm not gonna lie. I mean I gave it a yeah. I, I gave it a god honest try and I think that, you know, uh I thought that it was okay. I don't think that it was I don't think that it was uh like, oh my god, this wasn't funny at all. Kevin Hart is naturally funny. But then at the same time, yeah. it's like, okay, he needed to work that a little better, he could have did it a little better. But yeah, but my point, but what I to get back to the point of what I'm saying is after the special come out, I go on his Twitter feed. I think he's hilarious. I'm a big fan. So I go down his I'm on his Twitter and like people will be like, his shit ain't funny. And Kevin Hart will fucking be like, Man, I don't want to hear your opinion. And but to me, he's being sensitive too. Okay, yeah. And and, and that, yes. Because yeah. number one, <laughs> not everybody's gonna like you. Exactly. And and that's okay. Like you're you hey, if you don't like motherfuckers don't like me and I'm all right. Ryan, with everybody likes you. You're crazy. Yeah, but but I'm okay with the ones that don't. That's fine. Right. But what I'm saying is when people get sensitive about, oh, you shouldn't put your kid in that, you need to change that, take that off your child. Like, bitch, this is my child. My child. <laughs> you mind your motherfucking business. Do what I want to do, yeah. But exactly. but see, Ryan, what me and Tempest are alluding to is that some of the stuff, I agree with the sensitivity, but Ryan, people be going through real shit, especially black people, bro, and we never fucking talk about it. We just gotta be tough. But sometimes, nigga, like this shit, nigga, it's not normal to be fucking at 13 years old. It's not, but I think without therapy, we deal with stuff. We find ways to deal with shit. Right, but but Ryan, but you have point. to acknowledge at 13... It's not. It's a lot not of the time, a lot of the time, a lot of the time, a female brain even all softer. All of this uh, uh, easily accessible therapy has just made the world so fucking soft and sensitive. Bunch of fucking. No, I think I think social media has done what you're saying <laughs> social because media, so, yeah. social media has given these people a voice where they feel comfortable that they can speak behind a screen and they can say whatever they feel behind a screen with no consequences. I don't think right. therapy has anything to do okay. with it. I think that people, social media gives people that outlet that they can say I whatever they want. I don't feel like okay. you need to but, okay, 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 guys, 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 guys. For therapy. Let's, let's, bring, let's, like, let's, let's bring it back well, in. Well, it's, well, that's well, another well, show. Well, that's well, another well, show. Let me just this line real quick <laughs> okay. and, I, and I'll be done. I feel like we don't need to go to an actual doctor or therapist 
for therapy. I feel like you can, like, like as black people, we find stuff that's therapeutic. We do stuff that's therapeutic. Like, I'm into music. I might just go and listen to music for a minute. I might just go chill out. I might go for a fucking walk. I might call Casey and we might just laugh for a minute. I might come to your house and we'll have a drink or something and just talk some shit. That's therapeutic. That'll help me work through some shit. And I'm like, all right, you know what? All that bullshit, eh, it won't that serious. I'm good. Yeah, but will it, it'll help you will it help you work through it or help you suppress it? All right. So guys, next day, tune in, tune in for the weeks coming about the therapy show. Right now we talk <laughs> about dead beats and we're talking about over coddling mothers. But right now, we go move over to the coddling uh coddling shit. So basically, dead beats affect men and women, right? So it's, it's clearly your mother not being there, your father being there. We establish it right now that the deadbeat father or deadbeat mother is terrible and it has terrible effects on the child, right? It's never, it's, but sometimes it could be a good thing that you don't stay with a bitch if it's a toxic relationship and bring a child up in it, but at the exact same time, if you have child, be there for that motherfucking child 100% and usually you know, give that child structure so it can be better than you was. Now, to the next thing is the overcoddling mothers. Now, let me get a minute, guys. The overcoddling mothers, now that we got the deadbeats out of the way, so the deadbeat father, and I'm going to put a name on it, the deadbeat father's gone. So you have a woman raising a child by herself, right? I think for most things coming up, most kids or most people coming up, they have to be balanced. So, and the way I was raised, I might be old-fashioned, I've been accused of it, is that the father provides a lot of discipline and the father provides structure and the father's kind of stern, especially with a little boy. The mother provides love, the mother nurtures, the mother provides, you know, a, a lot of affection and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes with a with a, uh, what I've discovered, me having daughters myself, and with a daughter, usually it's the opposite. The father's more affectionate, the mother's more structural, and more of the disciplinarian with daughters. So, but right now we're gonna stay on the mothers with the motherfucking sons. Okay, she by herself. The issue that I have with overcoddling mothers is when you raising up a child, the discipline is so fucking important because. If you raise up a child and he don't listen to you and you're his mother and you raising him up, but he step out in that world, he not what the what the fuck? How why would he listen to a teacher? Why would he listen to the police? Why would he listen to anybody else? Black on black crime is high as shit. You know why? Nobody's been humbled. These little niggas come out, they don't get their ass whooped, nobody ever put their hands on them. They've never been punked. They've never been fucking... Okay, what does this have to do with the mother? You know what? I'm you telling you. I'm going to get to it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get my butt. Let me get my no, shit off. niggas went to therapy. That's why they out there like No, that. no, 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 no. Let me get my shit off, and I'm going to answer your question, Tim. So the mother raises this child. A lot of the time, when you're supposed to be a parent to a child, you're supposed to provide structure. Don't do that. You're supposed to guide a kid in the right direction to be a functional human being. So if you bring your kid up and your motherfucking kid, it's in a kid's nature to fucking be bad. It's in a kid's nature to talk crazy. It's in, his it's in a kid's nature to jump up and down and fucking break shit. And my kids do it. I'm sure y'all kids do it too. 
So it's in the kid's nature. But what but when a mother's by herself and instead of fucking instilling it for every action, there's a consequence. And when that's not established in a young child, when you a mother and you send that boy out in the world, he doesn't understand consequences for his actions. So, Tempest, that's what it has to do with the mother when she's by herself. Or if you yeah, want to take it to a father, technically. Hold on. If so you want to hold on to if you want to take it to the father, you can apply wherever it applies. But right now, what I see is a lot of the time in our community is single mothers. And there's no structure. Hold on, right? There's no structure in the kid's life. So when a boy goes out there, he doesn't listen to nobody. He thinks he got gifts. So when he go out there, you can't talk to him crazy. He don't know how to handle his emotions. He's emotional. So now you step on his shoe, he want to fight. He want to fight everybody. He's spoiled. He he don't understand sharing. He doesn't understand certain shit because all his life, he had a mother that always licked his wounds and never held him accountable. Tempest, you have, go ahead first. Go ahead. I have never met a single, a male who was raised by a single mother who actually who is what you described. Well, so, well Tempest, that's and, anecdotal. I think you need to meet more people. And it's not anecdotal because I was raised by a single mother and my father was not in the home, nowhere near the home. I'm talking about so, mothers and sons right now, Tim. And so I have a brother. And I have a brother. Ryan, that's Tempest again. That's anecdotal. You talking about your life? I'm talking about the shit I see. You can talk about the shit you see. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, like, where is this proven at? Or is this just oh, in in my community? In my community, because even outside of that community, I know plenty. Even in the world we live in now, and being in the military, I meet all types of different people that are males, black males raised by single mothers. That somehow they ended up the same place I'm at. So, like, where where is that at, and where statistically, where does that show that that's even true? Tempest? And the other thing, Tempest, is, is that rhetorical? You want me to answer your question? Hold up, hold up. The other thing is, we say that, but how many of them do come from two parent households that are in jail? Because it's 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 a lot. It's a lot. How many of them are shooting up schools that are two parent households? Tempest, you're immediately so, taking so, it. You're immediately taking it to violence and you're taking it to an adult so what you're doing is you're saying <laughs> it's not an adult you're you're you're, you're talking you're using, you're, no you're, you're talking about words. well i look at me i have a brother i know a couple of people at my job that came over saying and they're fine because you're ignoring a glaring fucking a percentage of our fucking population to talk about i know more than eight a niggas that eight motherfuckers you you brought up you your brother and and and, a, and people know you know in the military I know more than a couple people and the people I know that, you know, do have records that went to jail. Somehow both of their parents is in their life. Tempest. So are you so, telling me? So Tempest, I, I'm going to put you on the record. So right now on the record on this show that we are putting out that we are taping, you're saying that you do not know any niggas that, are, that qualify for what I'm talking about. What, uh, that grew up just with their mother? Yeah. No. Okay. You're blind. You put on blinders. Ryan, you speak what, on, on blinders where? You, 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 have you, blinders, somebody, you, you have them blinded, man. You have them blinded, man. You have them blinded. You're not paying no, attention. It, it's not. Because I, I can acknowledge what you're saying and acknowledge what I'm saying. Casey, okay, how old are you? I'm 36. So you have, so we, we it's a total, total different time frame and so on and so forth. So you can't blame and say, okay, well, you, you never seen that, so on and so forth. Like you talking about these are angry young men because their father's gone or their mother has coddled them for so long. I never said like, that. I never you said did. they were angry. You I said, said they're emotional. 
Yeah, they're emotional. Yes, one hundred percent. They're they're emotional. When when you when you're raised by a woman, you're emotional. Yes. And you saying they're emotional. They don't know how to control their emotions, so on and so forth. Absolutely. Like I don't I don't think that's completely true. And we can't put a stamp on it and say all all men who are raised by their mother are like this. Nobody we said nobody say said all Tim. I can acknowledge that there are people who come up for two parent households. Yeah, but you got You have to acknowledge that. I can acknowledge Tim sides. that people who come up with two parent households are fucked up. I can acknowledge that. It, and so I also can acknowledge that, acknowledge that people have, come up with a, with a single mother. I because you don't I know how they was raised. Right. You don't know if their mother beat them to death. Tempest. You don't know. You don't know what happened. I can acknowledge. So Tim, I can acknowledge all that. The difference between what I'm doing and what you're doing is you're not acknowledging the other people. You're just looking at the well, however many people you look at. Because you're you literally on the record just said that you don't know no nigga that 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 fucking has a single mother that's in jail. Like you don't know anybody that fuck that that qualifies for. So you can't speak on it. In your life, everybody who's a two-parent household is fucked up, and everybody who got one parent is doing great. So, to your hey, in your hey, opinion, by hey, from what you've seen in life, hey, that's not true. Hey, hey, go ahead. Right? Know what I think? Go ahead. So, I really ain't got much. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I, like, so I honestly, I don't know of much coddling that went on. When I was growing up, I think the coddling is happening with like people my age that have kids. Now their kids ain't grown, so I can't really determine how that's gonna fucking turn out. But for the I most can. part, like some of I might know one or two that's grown, but for the most part, like they got younger kids or they got like maybe kids in their teens or whatever. And I can see the coddling and I can see how it's, you know what I'm saying, how I feel like, oh, that might be affecting him long-term or how it could affect that person long-term. Right. But I can't really say that I saw any of that growing up. Okay, okay, okay. How people was being parented growing up. I appreciate that, Ryan. I can speak on it (laughs) because I had. So Tempest ain't seen it. Ryan ain't seen it. Casey has. Nigga, 90% of the niggas I grew up, grew up. One parent in the household, and them niggas is different than the niggas that grew up with two parents. I no, grew, look, I grew up, look, I grew up, look, I grew up. We're not talking about that. We're talking about coddling mothers, mothers who coddle their children Absolutely, to prison, yes. Is what you said. Yes. So coddling you talking mothers, about two coddling coddling mothers bring up indecisive, weak, emotional men. Yes. Where does and since you want to go there, where does the structure come from? Hold on, Casey, 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 listen though. Because you're talking about you keep bringing up two-parent households. You can have a two-parent household and still have a coddling mother. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I, so was saying, it, I was giving it. I was giving it. Yeah, that's, so and that's what I'm up, talking about. Like, that's what I'm saying. Bringing up that, oh, I know people that lived in a two-parent household or they was raised by a single person or whatever, and they in prison or did this, that, and the third. That ain't really got much to do with what we're talking about because we're talking about the coddling the mother. Cod- look, listen, listen. The coddling mother, I was making an analogy for y'all early in there, and it got changed. I was making an example of a single mother. But if you guys want to technically look at it, a coddling mother is a problem, whether it's a two-parent household or one-parent household, however y'all want to slice it, however y'all want to make it semantically, then yeah, okay. But over-coddling mothers is a big problem, and they make weak, indecisive, fucking emotional ass motherfucking men 
that end up in prison a lot of the motherfucking time, bro. Because when you look at it, when you look at crime, when you look at little young niggas that fucking got no direction who out in the streets, I'm hiring niggas at jobs. Constantly, I do security. So I'm around the worst of the fucking community. I'm right on the outskirts of Baltimore, Maryland. But you don't know how they was raised. You don't bro, know how Listen, they was raised. bro, I do. Tempest, you can't say that because I sit and I talk to these fucking people. But so we it's not like I'm just saying I see them and I make assumptions behind what I'm saying. I actually talk to them. Nigga, they dad is dead, they dad in prison. And if y'all don't want to acknowledge that that's that that's what it is. Listen, listen, listen. We can't we can't we can't be turned on them blind as y'all and just act like this shit is not a thing. The percent of two parent households in America is 70%. So in America, Tim, in, go in to America. the you go to the real statistic of who we talking about, Tim. We're not talking about America. We're talking <laughs> about black people. In fucking America, we ain't talking about black okay, people. Okay, all right, Africa. fair enough. Okay, cool. So seventy percent. Cool, so I got you. That means only thirty percent are in from single parent households. Cool, so I got you. If you if you add that up, right. And and if they're and that's that's two different things to say. If my father went to prison. Will they end up in prison? Probably. Depends. It could. Yeah, 70%. That could, that could raise their percentage to go to prison. Mm-hmm. I got you. So, it, it's more to the story than a coddling mother. It's, so not, to, it's not more to, to, say, to the story. To that's a coddling, is, a over-coddling mother is a problem. So it's not going to matter what you say about it. It's just the motherfucking truth. Just like, just like an over-disciplinarian father is a problem. Just like a nigga that don't give no coddling. If you remember what I said in the beginning, it's about balance. It's about not having too much of one or the other. So too much of either way is a problem. So if a nigga is super hard on his son and don't show him love, and he go out on this motherfucking world and he's a fucking, he lacks love and wants to fucking fight everybody and shoot everybody, that's a problem too. We just haven't got there yet because we gonna turn on blinders to coddling mothers and act like this shit is not a problem. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna put my blinders <laughs> Move on then. Y'all nah, we still on it. Nah, move on. I think you Black-ish, should move on because then you're not gonna come to agreement. So move on. I really think Blackish is a good show, man. They yo, y'all, yo, dynamic. y'all motherfuckers is shook, yo. Y'all are funny, yo. Y'all are shook funny, about yo. What? Y'all are I funny, don't yo. What you're saying? We shook about. Tiffany, you and Ryan both just sat there and say y'all never see it. I do too. And then you guys just don't want to acknowledge real information. Tippin, you gonna pull I, up I America just, stats? I just, I just gave like it means proof. anything. Like America stats. Like you I didn't say anything. No proof. Ryan you just no alluded proof. to Look. a two parent household. Ryan just listen, alluded listen. to that they're not all single parent households. And listen, I agree. The US, and then you pulled you up are, a stat about the United States of America. Like that's what, what you said from the get go. Listen, the U.S. is bigger than Baltimore. The the U.S. is bigger than Williamsburg. So you can't say because this is what shows in those two areas that is the world because that's not true. And you can't even tell. So and I'm not saying I said what I seen. I did you're, too. You're, no, you're saying oh, over over Carolina because these these little young niggas out here doing this. So y'all both like what do you about mean? No nah, man, yeah, look, Brian, Brian, I'm telling you what I seen. Brian, you get I'm back? Saying, I, I've only seen Bro. It with people my age. I've seen man. mothers my age coddle their kids. I have not seen like people that man. I grew up with. Be coddled. I, I haven't seen that. I guess maybe I wasn't paying attention because I wasn't focused on parenting at that age. But man, look, you know what? I, I focused but, on coddlers when I was a kid. I focused on niggas that didn't listen to and respect their mothers 
and how they turned out. One of they end up being dead beat fucking dads. Nigga, I live it. Like, that's what I don't understand about y'all. Yo, like y'all sit on this bitch and we supposed to act like they don't exist because Tempest never met nobody and Ryan never met nobody. I live it. Nigga, I sit up and I see a nigga that's a dad. One of the biggest, I say, his, nah, I ain't gonna say his name. One of the biggest dead beat dads I know, nigga, was the most nigga single parent who motherfucking didn't fucking his mother coddled him, spoiled him to fucking death. He dropped out of school. He never had to follow rules, nigga. You go in my neighborhood, you literally could check niggas out the list, nigga. It's seven out of ten. But then we're going to ignore it because it's like Tempest and Ryan never met him. But, but, we okay, 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 fuck out of here. I, just said, so, I never okay. seen it. I said, I never seen it. So you can't get pissed off because I'm telling you, I never seen but, it. Right, but, like, but look, if you that. never seen it, right, to Tempest, if you never seen it and I have, I didn't dismiss that it doesn't exist. You yeah, dismissed it like, yeah, that ain't a thing I didn't, I didn't because just, I haven't I just seen just said, it. I, I said, Tim, I can it. acknowledge mine and yours. And I said I never seen it though. I can't acknowledge something I haven't seen. I, 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 I can't said, acknowledge I, something. I really didn't say that I didn't, you know, acknowledge it. I just told you what I saw. Because all I said was, y'all want to know what I think. And I told you what I thought. Man, look. But man, look. I do know people, I know people that, you know what I'm saying, that grew up with a two-parent household and the motherfuckers sell dope and been to prison and see, but again, Ryan, you going back to two parent households and getting off of overcoddling mothers. You're going back to the example but I'm I said, no, 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 and no, no. not but the overall about, point. No, you're the one that said that they could be in a two parent household and still have an overcoddling mother. But we talked about having balance. Thank you. <laughs> Move on, bro. That's the, look, that's the that's the point that I'm making. We did, so we are talking about balance. And right. basically, yeah, at the end of the day, it. if the pendulum is swung over to somebody who's overcoddling their motherfucking kids, and the girl is not respecting the father, and he's if he's trying to put discipline in, or he could be there and be absent, he could be there and be like, "Man, I don't even give a fuck." All those things is possibility. But if he overcoddling the fucking child, what? How does it affect the child? We sat up for about fucking thirty minutes and talked about how a deadbeat father can fucking affect the kid, but we're not going to acknowledge how a coddling mother does. Like I bro, we, like, we sound, yo, we sounding like, real liberal. We sounding like, real liberal right now. We sounding real feminine on this show. We could beat niggas sound, down all day, but when like, we get on coddling mothers. We we put on our race. First we off, get our Stevie Wonder on. We talk about mothers. First off, we put on. We get our Stevie Wonder on. So I'm going to be feminine. First off, that's the thing about it. And then two is you ain't have a problem like, beating black men. Though. I grew up. You ain't have a problem beating up black men now. It, it, the way I grew up, and first off, and let me explain this to you too. My father wasn't in the home either, so I can say because that's that's what I lived. So I can say whatever the hell I want to about that situation because I've been in that situation. Yeah, that's what and I've been in both. So we and we can move on, and so we can move on. So with that being said, where the way I grew up, I never seen a male disrespect their mother because a lot of times the mother was all they had. Oh my fucking god! Like this is crazy. Okay, if that's not if that's what you never seen, so you can't get mad because I haven't lived your story. Nobody, nobody, nobody's mad. You can't get mad at that. Nobody's mad. What I'm saying is, we're fronting. We all fronting. No, I'm not fronting. Y'all are fronting. We're fronting. We're not being a transparent. We We spent 35 minutes on this show talking about the effects of it. So, 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 listen, Tempest, is there a is there a possibility? That their mothers out there that overcoddle their sons is that a possibility? Yeah, of course. Okay, so let's talk about how that could affect the child. Why haven't we talked about? According it? to you, you know everything. 
So according to you, you know everything, and you have we, all it's awesome. your okay. head of Do you notice that? Do Ryan, do you notice that? Tim, do you notice that? We can't talk about the effect. Oh, shit. But when we talk about a day and be father, we can fucking go in on them. Fuck I don't them. think I don't think the But when it's time for the pigeons to go to the other that, side, we can't speak I don't think on that, it. Because that's just saying, like, okay, they don't exist. Because a male is single parent, because he was growing up with his mother, he's gonna be gay. Okay. Like I've heard that. Nobody too. said any of that, Simbus. I acknowledge Listen. everything from every okay. point. Go ahead, Ryan. How about this? How about I just tell y'all what I think an overcoddling mama can do and how I feel like that can affect the child, Thank right? You. That's what that's all I'm saying. I'm gonna tell you what I think. I think an overcoddling mother, without the father there to, to be the disciplinary, just a single mother overcoddling, I think number one, that could breed a lazy child, that could breed a child that's just like, you know, fuck it, I ain't gotta do nothing because my mama here, or 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 not or, but and it could breed um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just a kid that's just, um, he just expects everything to go his way. You know what I'm saying? He he feel like he can do what he wants because that's what he's used to. You know what I'm saying? Like he feel, and the problem is he's going to go out in the world with that mentality. Like I do what I want and I get what I want. And the world is going to give that child a rude awakening. Absolutely. And, and even with like, like, uh, eh, let's just say older kids, you know what I'm saying? Like that have been coddled their whole damn life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're going to go out into the world and be lazy. Amen, brother. And mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And that could eventually turn them into deadbeat ass daddies because they're going to be so reliant on their mama like, well, shit, I ain't worried about taking care of that fucking kid. My mama got me. Boy, you're you going to do, little nigga. You you're dropping some flames. You're dropping some balls, The mother right? does take care of the kids. The, do, the mother does do those things. The mother, you know. But that's she the problem. Take, yeah, she continues to coddle. But usually, there is always a disciplinary in the background, despite what Casey says. That's not true. Sometimes women don't discipline their kids at all. What's the statistics? Why do I have to have statistics, Tempest, but you don't? Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> okay. Why do I have to have statistics, Tempest, but when you say something is law, but when I say it, I got to back it up with word, but you don't. Okay, cool. Got it, Tempest. Come I'm on. Will, I'm willing to back it up. With what? what okay, so what are, the, what, are you, what are your statistics that men that grew up, there's no such thing as coddling mothers and fucking I, and niggas don't disrespect their mothers. Where's your information coming from? I said I never said there was no such thing as coddling mothers. Okay, you said you say that you've never seen a, a you've never seen a man get coddled. We will run this day back. I, I never, I never, yeah. So I said I never seen what you described as the man being sensitive because he was raised by his mother, as the man going out and going to jail because he Bro, was raised by his mother. Why? Uh, why are men? Okay, let me ask you a question. Since I'm a why guy, that's what I do. So Ron, so so Tempest, why are these niggas so emotional? Some some people that's embedded in them to be emotional, but so, just to so, say so because your mother so, raised so, you, you're going to be more emotional. That's bullshit. You can't okay. say that because your your mother raised you, you're going to be more emotional. You that's can't not say true. that. Got you, got you. Okay, so so um, I can't say that completely, but is it a possibility, Tim, that if you was raised up with no discipline and you've been spoiled all your life, that you might you go out be, into uh, the world that you could be you, rebellious and you could do other things. Can, can I can you say you'll be emotional? I don't know if you'll be emotional, but can I say you'll have some issues? Yes, 
You'll probably have some issues with authority okay, and so things why, like so, that. So you why? may even have issues with women, depending on what that relationship was with your mother. Okay. You may have so, issues so why, with female so why, teachers. So why when you go, yo, if you talk to them, because again, I live it. So if you go, if you got a mother that is over coddling and they're, they bring the kid up to be emotional. And then he goes emotional to school. Emotional how though? Like what do you, when you say emotional, what do you Men, mean? with the way you're supposed to raise up a man, it's okay to have emotions, but you don't act off of those emotions. So what do you mean? But like what emotions are you referring to? Sadness. Feel, my, my feelings are hurt. You don't, you don't react off of feelings as a man. Because if everybody reacts off of feelings, there's no structure in the world if we react off of our feelings. You got to know that as, as, as the uncle said in ATL, you got to know the difference between what you feel and what's right. real. So, but the president act off feelings. So how can you tell a young boy, like you see the president doing this, but then you tell a young boy, hey, don't show you. You agree with the president? You agree with how the president acts? It ain't, it ain't how, what I agree with. All right, that's man, just so why do you even bring that up? That's, that's reach. That's a reach. That's a stretch. No, it ain't, it, it ain't because you got to think about representation of what they see every day. That doesn't make it right, Tim. They see, they see, fucking, uh, fucking Cardi B got a song called "Why." Like you're okay with, like that's okay because it's on TV. Yeah. A lot of things don't. A lot of things aren't right, but that. that All right you, then. So you, you can, can't you bring can up Donald Trump as a kids. fucking example of why your kid, it's okay for your kid to fucking be an asshole. Yeah, but not being an asshole. But I'm saying to tell a kid to not have emotions, or to tell a a because you're a boy, you're not supposed to have emotions. I didn't say don't okay. have emotion, Tim. I said it's okay to have emotion, but do not act off of your emotion. No, like if you feel something, you're supposed to say that. that's why, and that's why you got a whole lot of fucked up men right now who can't express themselves. No, because they've you been can told speak to... on your emotions. I said don't act on your emotions, Tim. Yeah, you but if that's sad. If a man is sad or somebody somebody does something to them and they're like, yo, that's fucked up. Or they don't speak on it because they're not supposed to react on their emotions and not deal with their emotions is a whole thing. And that's Who what you said. Who said don't about. speak, Tim? I said don't act off emotion. You keep ducking me. You keep dodging if, what if, I'm saying. If you're, sad, if you're sad, how would you act? You don't act off of the sadness. So you don't go, okay, I'm sad, so I'm not going to work today. Yeah, but you don't go, I'm, I'm sad, so I'm not going to pay my bills. You don't go, I'm sad, so I'm a fucking cheat on my wife. You don't that's go, I'm sad, so I'm a punch all, nigga in the face. Are, those are all negative ways to react. You can still react to your emotions in a healthy way. And you should. You're not supposed to react to your, you're not supposed to Says react who? off of emotions. Says who? Period. Says who? Says Casey Kello. Why don't y'all just get real personal like, about it? Fuck it. Like the, to, so to say, you don't act on your emotions. Like, what do you mean? So, what are you supposed to do with those emotions? You suppress those emotions. So, Tim, every time a nigga push me off, I'm supposed to punch him in the face. No, it's ways to deal with your emotions. You don't have to deal with your. emotions. How do you act off of anger? Like How do you act off of anger, Tempest? And that's what go, therapy is. Go for. see your therapist. <laughs> exactly. Like, you fuck out of here, man. Yo, yo, listen. And look, you just use your look. And on top of look, and on top of everything else, and on top of everything else, the point that I'm making is more than a hood. If you bring up a kid, that's why you got so much fucking crime. Well, you got emotional fucking questions from over feminized fucking black men who are emotional as fuck. Who get mad every time somebody look at them fucking funny, and they want to bust their gun. There is ways to react to your emotion that's not negative, Casey. Look it like, up. Right, look, 
Tempest, unlike you, I can acknowledge, okay, yeah, that's right. But like, there's the ways time, to react to emotions too. other than negative. You, if you're because you're angry, yeah, but men should not react off of emotion. Yeah, negative. but because you're angry, you don't have to go punch somebody in the face. Because you're angry, you could do other things. Because there's people who get mad and they go run, right. they go do this, they go do that. I've already, I've already acknowledged him. Okay, okay you can, you could channel that on, energy. You got <laughs> but, no, but nobody, but look, nobody, nobody goes. There, I'm sad. I'm gonna go run a marathon. Was there any what, questions right? out there this week? All right, guys. So wrapping that part up, uh, we uh, had some good dialogue. We'll be back in this in a second. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with our Q and A segment. Peace out. the show man it was great stuff but uh now as you guys know ryan case no chase with a shirley tim twist we are relationships experts out in these streets so we don't just do relationship uh questions all the time sometimes we switch it up and we you know people want to ask questions when they know what the topic of the show is so i am so honored to say that uh chelsea lee from detroit michigan had a question that she sent in for us. And that question was, does a woman have an effect on him being a deadbeat dad? So, Ryan, first we're going to come to you. And then Tempest will roll it around to you. Then I'll take up the rear. So, basically, how much effect does a woman have on a man being a deadbeat? Uh, I don't think she has no fucking effect on that because... He gonna do what he wanna do. Like like I said earlier, if 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 me and, and my wife was to split, you're not gonna stop me from coming to see my son. Mm. That nigga gonna know daddy crazy ass was outside banging on the door. You know what I'm saying? Like I just wanna see my son, that's all. He gonna know daddy called fifty times today trying to talk to his son. Like, no, like it's a choice. And I think a lot of a lot of deadbeat ass niggas use that as a scapegoat they like they look for a reason to run like okay oh, oh all right she won't answer my calls oh this bitch won't let me see my son so i ain't even gonna try no more like nigga that don't mean stop trying because you called today and she ain't answer that don't mean stop trying because you showed up today and she didn't let right. you in that your child if you really want to spend time with your child you're gonna find ways to get in there even if you gotta go to the courts, like, hey, judge, you know, she won't let me see my child. 
So I don't think the female got no control over if you a deadbeat or not. If you a deadbeat, you a deadbeat, and that shit's in you, and you made that choice to be a deadbeat. Well, all right. Uh, Tempest? I agree, Ryan. It's all about choice. If you want to see a kid, you'll make a way to see him. Okay. Like I said, my father did not come to see me. Right. Okay. So <laughs> he made the motherfucking choice to right. not see me. His mother lived two minutes away from my mother, and he would come visit her. Right. And I agree. But yeah, did he come see me? Hell no, he right. didn't come see me. Did he come bring me shit on Christmas? Hell, maybe once or twice. But that's not the point. What about the rest of the goddamn year? You'll come visit your mother, but you don't come visit your kids? Yeah. I spent more time, like, I, my uncle would come get me to do shit. He ain't even had no kids of his own. But his brother, on the other hand, <laughs> he probably gonna haunt my ass tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga would not come out there and kick it with us. Here. Like, he would not come. Like, you would think, okay, because so, so my pops was in the military. Uh-huh. He was stationed in North Carolina the latter part of my life. So you would think, okay, I'm only four hours away. Shit, this weekend, I'm going to see my kids. Or, you know what? I'm going to leave this week. I'm going to see my mama. While I'm here, I'm going to see my kids right around the corner. Let me call my kids. Let me show up and go see my kids. I remember being young, right? I was probably like nine. And I was playing rec league. You know, and I would always think in my head, man, my my, my pops gonna come to my game, you know. He coming to my game. He gonna be here. I'm not sure that nigga ever saw me play basketball before in my That's life. Crazy, ever. That's crazy. So yeah, man. Uh I'm done. I'm done by the way. <laughs> Let you got yep. therapeutic, man. Sometimes you gotta get it off. It's therapeutic. Now listen. Yeah, I'm gonna go see my therapist. Yeah, listen. Later. So my view about it is, yeah, I agree with both of y'all, but here's one thing that I think that we're not looking at. The answer to the question is, can a woman do that? Absolutely, she can. Okay, so if you remember a while ago uh, when Will Smith did a Red Table Talk on Father's Day about his kids, uh, a line that resonated me was he was like, he was trying to fight the baby mama, trying to get his custody, trying to get his child, his first child. And he said, what is the advice that his father gave him was like, bruh, don't fight your baby mama. You're never going to win. He said, fall back. And when the kid is about 13, 14, they'll come and find you if you're doing the right things. So he could. So Will said, I conceded. I took a step back. I stopped fighting. And then that's exactly what happened. The kid came and seek me because I did the right things by him. So can a woman force you to be in a deadbeat? Yeah, because sometimes women are fucking crazy. So sometimes, so you would say Will was a deadbeat to his. Son? I never, I didn't say that. I was just bringing up that quote to show to allude to the next point to what I was saying. What I'm saying is that a woman in a relationship, it fucking matters. They are, there are women out here a lot of the time that they will hide your kids from you. You'll come to see your kids and they'll send them somewhere else. You'll fucking you you'll come in, you you'll go and you'll go to court and they'll take you back and forth to court. They got niggas all at your crib, and every time you come and see her, it's drama. Could that affect Casey Kello? No. It's nothing gonna stop me from seeing my kids. But you can't be you have to understand that there's certain things that certain niggas don't have the endurance, and certain niggas don't have the wherewithal 
Certain niggas don't have the pocket. Some niggas don't have the patience. Some niggas don't have the discipline and the resolve to fight every day to see their kids. Certain niggas tap but out. Certain niggas give up, bro. And that's just the reality of it. So, yes, a woman can. It's a choice, bro. It's a choice. I don't think... I, I still believe... Like I see what you're saying, but I still don't think a woman could say, oh, like, e- even with all of that going on, like, let's say, like, you, what you were saying a minute ago, mm-hmm. like, oh, she sent the kid away or she hiding the kid. That don't make that man a deadbeat. He's trying. That just make her an ain't shit ass mom. Right. But still, it, 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 if, like, let's just say on a small scale that it's just visitation and not financial. Like, before the courts get involved, I've seen this that a lot of the time a man will be like, all right, well, look, I came to come and see him. She won't let me see him. You know what I'm saying? She do little funny shit or it's like every time she comes around. And I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm saying that certain men just don't got time to fight every fucking day. That's their choice. It is their choice. It's, it's, it's on them. But at the exact same time, some men just don't got it like that, right? Some, every dude that ever got, every bully that ever got bullied a child, you can say, Everybody who ever been bullied, it was their choice to get bullied because they allowed it to happen. Certain niggas gonna punch well, the bullies in the mouth. Other... Certain niggas gonna let the bully fuck them up. It's their choice. It's ways though. It's ways like you can go eat lunch with your kid at school and call it a day, and then that be you know spending that time so your kid know you're still there despite whatever's going yeah, on but... with the mother. It's ways to see your kid without. I have the literally. Mother. I have. And as long as you, as long as you got legal rights, it's like you can do whatever you want and just stay away from her and never see, never speak to her, never. Like I'm only speaking right. to my kids. I literally, I yeah, literally like, like, have, say, for instance, Casey, a Casey, close friend. I literally have a close friend who fought for years to get the, to to see his child, like to see him, and the mother was like, "No, I want to you to see him as least as possible, so I can maximize the amount of money that I give that you have to but give." That that does not make him a deadbeat yeah, dad because he's trying. Like if you're trying to do the right thing and the mother's in the right, way, that doesn't make you that a deadbeat. That don't make Bro. him a deadbeat if he's trying. I don't care how much she if she's doing all of that. That don't make him a deadbeat. I'm not a deadbeat if if the motherfucker you gonna keep trying to circumvent everything I do. Hey I'm man, but certain niggas say certain niggas will eventually be like, man, fuck it. I don't got the money to keep buying lawyers to go back to court. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't have the sick time. I don't have the vacation time to go to fucking court every fucking day and fight your ass. Fuck it. I'm done. Take the child support. I'll see him once every fucking two weeks. But who's saying that's making him a deadbeat? Bro, by certain people's standards, it would be. Or certain times the nigga say, fuck it, and the bitch say, okay, give me full custody. He say, fuck it, all right, cool, whatever. I'm not trying to fight no more. I signed my rights over. Tired of fucking fighting. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. Empathy. I don't think that makes him a deadbeat. I don't think you can classify him as a deadbeat. And my, like I said in the beginning, my definition of a deadbeat, that's a choice. Right, but he made made a choice to say, fuck it. He made a choice to say, fuck it. After, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. And then if you can, if you can relay that to your child, so when your child does, or they're old enough to understand, it's like, look, I was fighting. Right. It wasn't like I left you. But like that's, I, what that's what I'm saying. If you yeah. never tried, well, I'm a little hard on her. Had the baby and just said, yeah. "Fuck that little nigga, I'm done. I, I ain't taking care." Yeah, of I'm a little. I look, look, then, look okay, Ryan, I'm a little harder than nigga because to me, you should keep fighting. I had that conversation. I've literally had that conversation with my father face to face. Nigga, I don't care. 
I don't care. I don't care, about what, it. Like, I don't care what my mama was doing. I don't care what she was doing. You should have came and got me. Exactly. If you really love your kids, nigga, you don't. Yeah, stop but fighting. at the same That's time, when choice. he told me what he told me, Ryan, I said I understand. It's you can't say, nigga. It's, you can understand. Yeah, I understand it. it. I don't agree with it, but all I'm saying is I understand it because they are certain men who don't have that dog in them. But I think, I think like, bro, some niggas. It depends. I'm, I'm gonna give it to you like this. It all depends to me on how long you was fighting. If you tried once and then said fuck it, to me that was a scapegoat. You was looking for a right. reason to get out. But like for my own personal shit, like my pops could have did anything. That nigga could have showed up at a basketball game. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like let's say you got an athletic right. kid. Show up at the game. You saw you your see, kid. You, sit on the other side. you, you know what I'm saying? You ain't even got to sit close to the family, my mama, nothing like that. You can sit at the stand at the goddamn door. And just look in, like, yep, there go my boy. Yeah, and just and let shit. the boy see you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Exactly. But certain niggas, man, because what we are guilty of a lot of the time is that we put our parents on these godlike levels when they're just human beings, like we are. So niggas, sometimes niggas, daddy, bro, your daddy, not your daddy, not your daddy. But I'm saying, like, sometimes niggas' daddies could just be. No, I'm just saying in general, like, if Tierra was just like, you're never gonna see your kids again. She couldn't stop me. Now, what she could do is make it hard. Exactly. Her making it hard, all right, cool. I can deal with it, but that's me, Ryan. I don't just talk about me. I'm talking about everybody. The question wasn't, could, the question wasn't Ryan, the the question wasn't Ryan Tempest and Casey, could people make y'all be deadbeats? Can a woman make a man? The the answer to the question is, yeah, it's possible. If that's the case, if, if that's the case, you already got deadbeat tendencies. You just needed a reason. That's not, Ryan, that's not true. Be, Ryan, it's, it's not true, dead man. be tendencies. You just said, Ryan, you and Tempest both it just is. said that if he's trying and then fails, that doesn't make him a deadbeat. But he's failed. So it he said, but fuck if you trying and quit. No, if you trying and quit, then, nigga, listen, hey. you just gave up on your kid. You gave he up gave up, up with child. fighting. He gave up fighting. He gave up he on gave, his yeah. child. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm but just saying I'm I saying. understand. Then you have if, if, if any any man that's willing to give up on their child has deadbeat tendencies. You got it in you. Some to niggas be don't have beat. fight, Ryan. If some niggas with, don't have right. But I I, I, I ain't right, but Ryan, some Casey. niggas just don't have fight. You don't Ryan, you Ryan, it's certain it's certain bro. niggas, right? You know all your friends. I'll make an analogy for y'all. Y'all got certain friends. You go to the mall with certain friends, you get jumped at the mall. You know who gonna throw a punch. You know who ain't not gonna throw a punch. You know maybe some niggas gonna call the cops. You know some niggas ain't gonna do nothing, right? We know these people. Niggas is different. Certain niggas gonna come out and niggas is gonna knock niggas heads off for you. Certain niggas is gonna run. It's just a different cut from a different cloth. Certain men are not gonna sit around and don't have the resolve and don't have the metal to sit around and fight to see their motherfucking kid. Every nigga I know will fight for their hey, kids, bro. Every uh, nigga I know will fight for their kid too, but I know a few that fight and lose. Well, I say I won't say every nigga I know. I say every nigga that I'm yeah, close every nigga I but I've seen niggas fight you. and lose, and then so so I give you, but they don't give up. Everybody you know, from different clubs. I can't expect up. everybody to be thorough like me. I can't expect everybody to be thorough like me. I can sit up that bitch and go, okay, I'm willing to fight. I'm confrontational. I'm willing. I'm willing to go there. Some people ain't. 
Yeah, so I watched my stepdad fight for his kids. He he was fighting and fighting and fighting, and he was losing every time. Fighting and fighting and fighting. And then, but he always kept that line of communication open. So when they was ready, and they was like, oh, all they had to do was call him. Like his son called him, and he's like, hey, I want to come live with you. So he left that night, drove all the way to pick him up in the middle of the night, picked him up at like dark still, put him in a car, and brought him back to Georgia and never looked back. That's beautiful. The point that I'm making though is that certain well, he, niggas don't, and certain niggas don't, day. and certain kids don't call. Y'all think if they have the line of communication that's open, then that's different. But if they don't have a line of communication or a way because they quit fighting and they stopped because he just continued to fight, even though he was losing every time he was going to court and everything. Yeah, and he certain kept people, certain people, certain niggas lose and say fuck it. Certain niggas just don't got that fight in them. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I don't agree, but the question was, can a can a woman make a man a deadbeat? Yeah, she can. She can. No. She can. No. Okay. Agree to disagree. Moving on. No, the next question. You can't make a motherfucker. The next question nothing. from Sierra <laughs> in Baltimore. This has nothing to do with kids or nothing. Sierra from Baltimore wants to know why is it that when a woman says she's celibate or a woman says she's never had an orgasm or a woman says that she's never squirted. Why do men always take it upon themselves to kind of uh, say, okay, well, I'm going to be the dude that hits it, or I'm going to be the dude to make you come, I'm going to be the dude to make you squirt. What is it about men, the way they feel like they always got to conquer shit like that? Tempest, you go first. I don't know, because I'm not a dude, so I wouldn't say that to a female, so I don't, so what, I don't but, what, know. But what, but, but <laughs> but Tim, what would make you think a nigga would do that? Okay, I, I, don't, I guess it's the same reason they tell a gay girl they can turn them straight. Yeah, don't you don't know. know what's up with niggas. Okay, Ryan, why the hell do we do that? You go ahead. It's an ego thing, man. You want to carry that trophy. You want to be the one. You want to be able to say, I was the one that did that. That's what it is. That's how niggas are. Like, yo, I was the one that did that. Or just how niggas were. I was the first one to do yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? Just like when they get a virgin. Yeah, I was the first one. When the bitch that. met me, she told me that pussy never squirted. Then here I came. And that yeah, Exactly. And they want to feel like they was the ones that did all of that. So they can talk some shit and be like, bitch, that's because you ain't never fucked a real nigga. And they want to feel like they out there slinging and doing everything. You know what I mean? So it, it's just an ego thing, man. It's just a stroke date your own ego. Yeah. I agree. I agree 1000% with Ryan, bro. Like that, you took the words, like, couldn't have said it better myself. Took the words right out of my fucking mouth, bro. Like, it's legitimately a man's ego. Like, if you come up to a man and say, man, I never came, or I've never, or, I, or I'm celibate, niggas be like, well, not no more, nigga, because I'm going to be the nigga, because that's just, you know, embedded in men, you know, to have that ego. That shit is funny to me, though, yo. Like, I never came. Well, goddamn it, you going to come today, bitch. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's always an ego. That's just like a, a, a chick will say something like, I ain't never gagged before. <laughs> well, guess what's about to happen, bitch? <laughs> well, bitch, get your goddamn back of your throat ready because here we go. All right, that's it for the Ryan and Case, No Chase, and the Shirley Temp Twist podcast. Thank you for all your support. Make sure y'all go over to RJ Flames YouTube page. He got some stuff popping. Uh, make sure you check out our homie Comedy Commas Connoisseur on Instagram. You spell the word out. That's how it is. 
Um, anything else you guys want to plug? Anything like that? No, I think that's it. Make sure you follow the Ryan and Case No Chase with a Shirley Temp twist on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. I feel good. How 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 you feeling, Tim? Good. How you feeling, Ryan? Thank you for all you guys, motherfucking support, man. Uh, the 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 first show back was a complete success. We'll be back next week. It might be one of us. It might be two of us. You never know. It could be just Tempest. It could be Ryan. It could be <laughs> just you know. You never know. You know what I'm saying? But we will bring this show to you once a week to the end of time because we love you. Thank you for your support. Have a great day. Peace out.